Hello, everyone. Good morning or good afternoon or whatever time it is for you. We are back with another training. So if you haven't checked out yesterday's training, which was about anxiety, managing anxiety masterclass, go check that one out. Okay, I got some great feedback. There's amazing stuff in there. Go take it. Don't just consume it, which means just watch it and do nothing else with it, but go take it and apply it. And now we are on to today's training, how to step into your confidence. So really, I think these two components, what I did yesterday and what I did today are like two of my very favorite topics, right? If I'm like about being a calm and confident mom, calm would be the opposite of anxious and um, confident, right? So these are like two things that I think are just such great ingredients to be the kind of mom that we want to be in and like show up in our life the way that's going to enhance our life. Okay. So into your confidence. Here is what we will cover today. Let's see this board. I can't even push it back at the bottom. Hopefully you can see it. All right. What we're going to cover, what is confidence? Myths about self-doubt and confidence. Why we need confidence. Why we don't have confidence. And then how to develop confidence. What that allows us to do once we develop. These are... The things we're going to cover is there a glare on this i hope that you can see it okay all right hopefully hopefully we're going to hope for the best all right what we're going to cover so let's start with point number one what is confidence okay so confidence one happens here okay is what you say to yourself okay so we have this constraints constant stream of thoughts. We cannot turn off our brains. We've got so much going on in there, 50 to 80,000 thoughts a day. Okay. And what you say to yourself, which you might not even be aware of, right? You might be more aware of the feeling than the thoughts like you, because our thoughts create our feelings. So you might be like, Oh, I don't feel good about myself, but I don't know why, because you don't even know what's going on up there. What has been floating through your brain so many times throughout the day without you even being aware of it. Okay. So it's about what you say to yourself. And when you have thoughts that are kind to yourself and supportive of yourself, we're going to talk about that, all of those things, you're not going to feel that icky down feeling about yourself and you're going to have confidence. All right. Intrinsic worth. Now, what I want to just say about that is like every of us are hundred percent worthy. We have a chelik elakami malmamish. We have a piece of Hashem inside of us. We have an Hashemma. Like every single one of us are 100% worth. That's not negotiable. Worth. So what happens is we forget that. Even though it might, like when you put your brain to it, you might think like, oh, person, that's so obvious or whatever it is. Um, but we, we very often forget that. And because we forget that, then we start to like doubt our abilities and doubt whether we're good enough and doubt all these things as if like it's something to even question, okay? So our starting point has to be that we are inherently worthy, 100% inherently worthy. And from there, right, then our brain wants to offer us stuff and we can work on our God-given talents and we can work on our personalities and all of that. But the starting point is that we all have intrinsic worth. Okay, so there's a difference between confidence and confidence, and I want to just discuss that for a second. Self-confidence, 
and we do things with confidence, okay? So I'm very confident that I can get in the morning, right? I'm very confident that I can pour you a glass of water, right? The things that we just know we can do, we can do with confidence. Self-confidence is I believe in me, not in my ability, in me. I'm saying this, like having your own back, like the ability to have your own back no matter what. That's self-confidence, right? So that could look like I'm going to put myself out there and no matter what kind of response, no matter what people say back, right? Like I'm just going to believe that like I put my talent into the world and that the world needs my talent, right? And I'm just going to have my own back. And even if I mess it up, and obviously mess up is just what you make it mean, right? But even if I mess it up, I'm just going to have self-confidence. Like, it's okay. I did that thing. I did that scary thing. I put myself out there, whatever it is, okay? So I'm kind of going to use them interchangeably, but I actually think that both of them are so great to develop, and especially the self-confidence. I think the self-confidence is like belief in no matter what, having my own back, no matter what, being kind to myself, no matter what. Okay. And then confidence is like, I've developed, right? Like when I first started doing Facebook lives, I was probably like, ah, you know, like me on camera and I don't do this thing or whatever. And now I'm like, okay, get on camera, do a live, right? Like I can have confidence that I can do it. Okay. And then there's this idea of a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, which is like, do you believe like this is just the way I was created? This is just my personality and I have to be this way, right? Like th things like that, that would be like a fixed mindset, which of course is going to inhibit your confidence because you're like, well, I'm just not an extrovert. By the way, I'm a huge introvert, right? I'm just not an extrovert, so I can't do this, right? So I can't speak in front of people or I can't, whatever, give, the, give this lecture or you know, go on Zoom and give a class to my community or whatever it is, right? It's like as if it's just like fixed mindset, this is just how I am versus growth mindset, which is like I have the ability to learn new things. I have the ability to evolve. I have the, the ability to like grow and change and all of that, which is going to help you much more with confidence. And I also want you to know that it's a choice. Self-doubting is a choice and confidence is a choice, okay? And we are making that choice subconsciously all of the time. If you allow the self-doubt thoughts to just grow and be there and like just, you know, overtake your brain, that is a choice that you make. All right. So that is a little bit about confidence. Now, I would like to talk about some myths, dispel some falsehoods, and tell you the truth about self-doubt and self-confidence. So false is successful people don't experience it, right? As if it's like, once you get there, past this certain finish line, whatever that means for you in your brain, right? Once you have this thing, right? So for a business owner, it might mean like, once you make this amount of money or have this amount of clients. For a shlucha, it could mean like, once you have this amount of people in your Hebrew school or coming to your women's circles or coming to your classes, right? Like, then you're successful and then you're just like, feel confident about everything you do. But that's false. Because the truth is, when someone decides to evolve or get out of their comfort level and go to the next level, they'll be plagued with self-doubt. As soon as you try to do something new, which is taking yourself to the next level, right? I'm going to try something new, then all your doubts pop up. And that's just normal. And that's just what's going to happen, right? It doesn't matter how successful you are or where you are in some kind of, not that life is a race or some kind of finish line, but where, what we, you think is like, oh, over there, you're just you know, coasting along and not being plagued with self-doubt, as soon as you do anything new, right? Like I just started 
This past Monday was our first one. I just started for the first time a group coaching program. And it was the first time I ever offered that. And I'll talk more about it, but of course along the way I had so much self-doubt. Like, is this gonna work? And is this really what people want? And is this gonna be good, right? Like all this self-doubt comes up because it's something new I'm trying. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. Okay, false. People either have it or they don't, right? Like you're either confident or you're not, okay? And the truth of the matter is that you're either working on your confidence or you're not. And if you're not actively working on your confidence, which could mean noticing the thoughts of self-doubt and noticing how your brain is talking to you about you, right? And like reining that in, pausing that, slowing it down, questioning those thoughts, replacing it with more useful thoughts, all of that is um, like if you're not actively doing that, then you're then actively your primitive brain is going to pop in and give you lots of self-doubt and lots of negative thinking automatically, right? So if you're not actively working on your confidence, there is a force actively like um, chipping away at confidence, okay? Now, on this active work, then you'll notice the thoughts so much quicker and know what to do with them, right? Like I used to be somebody with very low self-confidence and I had so much of like the self-doubt and the self-loathing and the negative thinking and I just like let that run on default in my brain. And once I like brought all of the light, did all the self-work on it and really like grew my confidence, now it doesn't mean those thoughts never will come up, but it just means that like when they do, I'm like, oh, that thought, right? Like I'm not going to give you or like I already worked through that thought. You don't get, you know, you don't get free rent in my brain. Right? So it doesn't mean that's like you worked on it, have wonderful, lovey dovey thoughts about yourself. But once you've done awareness and you're much more in control of your brain, then you're going to notice when these thoughts come because they're almost like, wait, like <laughs> that doesn't fit in, you know, into the brain that I've organized and allowed certain thoughts in and certain thoughts out. Okay. And once I have confidence, I'll always have confidence. And the truth is that confidence is a constant work in progress, which I just spoke about. So that's myths about self-doubt and confidence. Okay. Why you need confidence. So confidence will help you show up better in your life. It's very attractive. Okay. Confidence is very attractive. I think that, um, this is how one of my coaches explained it. She said that like everyone's energy, it's like their BO. It's like body odor. Okay. And everyone has a certain energy that you're giving off. Right. So like if you're very self-deprecating and you put yourself down all of the time, it's like you have this self-deprecating BO, like this body odor. And it's going to come across in lots and lots of things that you do even if you don't mean for it to, or you're not even doing that, you're not even realizing, right? Confident bo is very attractive like people like confidence it feels like you're like oh that person's a leader or that's the kind of person i want to learn from or that's the kind of person i want to respect right like so i want you to kind of think about that is like what is my bo what is my energy that i give off okay failure is the way to success and that it's going to take the self-confidence to allow you to, to do things that might require end up in failure, right? And again, failure is only what you make of it, right? So for example, I, I'm going to keep using this group coaching um, concept because when I had the idea until, and then launching it and then starting it, right? I had like waves of emotions all okay? The end result is like started on Monday, absolutely loved it, totally love group coaching, so excited to work with these six moms that are in it, um, all of that, right? So, but 
till that point, there was lots and lots of different feelings. And at one point, I was like, why am I doing this? Like, I'll just a group, like, right? So the only, because I was like, what if it doesn't work? What if I don't sign up? What if, you know, whatever crazy my brain was offering me um, is, so failure is the way to success. The only failure in that entire process would have been if I just gave up. If I was like, let me just sabotage ahead of time and be like, I'm not going to do this anymore. That would have been failure. That's what I would do, right? Versus like four moms versus five moms, six moms, whatever, right? Like that, you know, that it would only be if I decided that that was a failure. I mean, any, anything about failure. But I get, my point is that self-confidence, I was like, I'm going to have to go back on this. I believe that this is going to be unbelievable for the moms that sign up. This is going to be unbelievable for, you know, like they're going to gain so much from it. And so I'm go ahead no matter what and keep this going, right? Like that was a space I had to get myself back into and it took confidence to, to do that. And right, so failure is the way to success and you need confidence to be okay with failure. Quality of life, it just feels so much better. You guys, confidence feels so much better <laughs> to live with than self-deprecation and self-loathing and not good enough syndrome and all of that. And it allows you to become the version of yourself that you want to be. So doing so many different things once you have, I never thought, like life coaching was not like something I ever thought about until, um, I think, I think like three years ago. Okay. Was like the first time I was like, Ooh, I want to become a life coach. Right. But it took confidence. It wasn't like it took confidence to be like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get certified. I'm going to go to training. I'm going to put myself out there and I'm gonna open myself to being hired for clients that want to work with one, right? I couldn't have done that. And I wouldn't have done that without confidence. So my whole confidence journey confidence, is what led up to me being able to become the version of myself that I wanted to be, right? It's going to take confidence to, to do that. And again, you can think of that in whatever, however that relates to you in your life, what that's going to mean for you, but it's confidence and self-confidence that allows us to like go after our dreams, put our talents out in the world, put out our passions, etc. All right. Why you need confidence. Okay. Why do you not have confidence? Okay. These are like the things that hold us back. So there's like a, like I said, we have 50 to 80,000 thoughts a day, which is a lot of thoughts. So you probably don't, aren't aware of most of those thoughts. So there's thoughts you're aware of. And then there's like this buzzing background soundtrack happening throughout your day that you're just like not aware of. It's kind of like, if your refrigerator is humming and you don't even realize, and then like your spouse is like, do you hear that noise? And you're like, oh yeah, that noise, right? So you have like this background soundtrack going on in your brain. And your background soundtrack might be negative thinking, right? So like mine used to be like, you're not, not, not a good enough mother. You're not a good enough shlucha. You're not, right? Like you're not good enough and other people are amazing and other people are powerhouses and whatever, like all that stuff. That was like my background soundtrack background, a lot of it I was aware of, but like, it was like eroding at my confidence. And I just attached to it. Like it was just a truth. I didn't realize it was optional. And I didn't realize that it was just crazy brain thinking. Right. Okay. So again, like the not good enough syndrome, right? Same thing. I think I'm going <laughs> to maybe do another training or a live or a email or something on this whole good, like the, even just the words enough, the word enough. It's like this really uh, sneaky word, dangerous. I'll say. Okay. Fear of failure. I don't want to fail. So therefore I'm not 
but it takes failure to get to success, right? Which could create confidence. So, like, okay, so fear of failure. So we have this idea that like failing is a terrible thing. I mean, that's what we're taught in school, right? Only get A's. And so we avoid not succeeding. But the problem with that is that on the other side of failure is success. In life, helpful thing to failure because it stops us from. The other thing is, if you think about failure, the worst that can happen, and again, failure is anyways only if you make it mean failure, the worst that can happen is how you're going to feel, right? It's like, I don't want to feel failure, not I don't want to fail, because if you're like, I'll fail and it's great and I'm fine with that and I'm just going to have my own back, then you, you wouldn't be scared of that, right? I'm scared of the feeling I'm going to have. So if you realize, like, all I'm really scared of is a feeling inside of my body, and you tell yourself, I can handle any emotion. I can handle, right? Like, the worst is going to be a feeling, and I'm going to handle that feeling. I'm willing to feel whatever feeling it is. I'm willing to feel, I'm willing to feel humiliation. I'm willing to feel shame. I'm willing to feel failure. Whatever feeling is going to come from your body, it gives you so much power. You're like, I am okay with feeling that really uncomfortable emotion, but it's going to get me to the other side of what I'm looking for, right? Okay. Um, comparisons and insecurity, it's all connected, right? But that just 100% erodes our confidence. So instead of like staying with our own life and our own, and our own reality, we're like, yeah, but look at them and look at them and look at that person, look at that person, right? And that comparison, then there's like, again, but this background soundtrack of somehow eroding and dragging you down into lack of self-confidence and like insecurity demons, right? These same like thoughts that are just buzzing around. And I think everyone's got them, honestly. Okay. Maybe not everyone. Maybe there's, I mean, I think if you don't have them, you're probably a narcissist. So like, I think at some point, right, people are going to have thoughts of self-doubt. You're going to have thoughts of comparison or thoughts of insecurity. And your power is in knowing what to do with those thoughts, recognizing them right away, not letting them cause the damage that they would cause if you weren't fully aware of it. And and then taking care of it right away. Okay, not doing it right. Okay, this is really interesting. And I have this with so many of my clients. Thinking that there's like a right and wrong. Now, I do believe there's a right and wrong. I think that applies to morals, right? Morally, there's right and there's wrong, right? Okay, we can learn that from Tyra. What does Tyra allow us to do? What does Hashem allow us to do, right? More In morals, we have right and wrong. But in so many other things, we apply this concept like, well, is it wrong to have another side hobby and take that time away from my kids? It's like, there's not a right or wrong. There's, do you need a side hobby so that you can be, right? Like the mother that's able to be calm and present for her kids. Or are you like, no, I don't need that. And I like doing this other thing, right? Like we apply this concept of right and wrong to so many other areas of our life where it doesn't apply. Like there's not an objective amount of time that you have to spend one-on-one -on -one with your kids. There's not an objective amount of time that it's like, you know, what, whatever it is. Okay. So I want you to think of like, there's no, what if there was no right or wrong, right? Like people could think I'm doing, I'm doing my business wrong. I'm doing my shluchas wrong. I'm doing mothering wrong. Like there's this in a specific area. I want you to get rid of that concept. Okay. It erodes your confidence. And then asking your brain good questions is also really important, right? For example, and I'm actually going to do, this is going to be a training that I want to do next week, right? I'm going to do lots of awesome trainings in this group. So I'm going to do a training on how to, because I see also see that a lot happening that we, so for example, a question like, why can't I do the amazing thing that 
not a good question, right? She is, she has something that she's able to do. That isn't. Right? What abilities and what do I want to do? That might be, right? Like that's a different question to ask your brain. And so you want to ask good questions because sometimes you think it's just like a innocently disguised as a question when really what it is is just a blame or a self-deprecation or something that's going to erode your confidence. Okay. And the exciting part, how to develop confidence and then steps to increasing confidence. Okay. So I your doubts. So when you have a thought and then a doubt comes up, instead of being like attaching to the doubt and thinking that it's just absolutely and automatically true, I want you to doubt that doubt, right? So for example, if you're like, I love to sing, I'm an amazing singer, I'm going to record a song. And then your thought pops up and says like, you're not good enough to record a song. And just because you like to sing doesn't mean you're an amazing singer right? So why do you think that you have the ability to record a song and no one's going to listen to it anyways, right? And then we're like, yeah, so true. I, I like to sing, but I'm not good enough to record a song or something like that, right? That second, that doubt that came up, you can question that. It's not just like true because your brain offered it to you. It's like, hold on a second. Who decides what is a good sing, like a good voice? I can just decide that I like my voice and I could just decide that my voice is going to go on, on, I'm going to record it. And whoever feels like listening to it, great. And whoever doesn't, that's great for them too, right? So doubt your doubts, choose your thoughts. Very similar. It's like we have so much power when it comes to our thoughts, okay? And we don't always harness that power and utilize that power, but we have so much of it. And so we can be intentional about how we think. We have a thought and say like, nope, right? The same way you can throw out an old article of clothing and be like, I'm getting rid of you don't need you in my closet anymore, is the exact same way that you can take a thought and be like, nope, you don't deserve free rent in my brain. You don't get to be there. This is not a useful thought, okay? And then you can practice confidence. And practice confidence is usually like feel the fear and do it anyways, okay? So all of you listening, whether you're going to listen live or whether you're listening in replay, okay, I want to think about what would be that I technically want to do, but I'm really scared of doing it, okay? Like, I'm not doing it because I'm scared of doing that thing. And that's the thing I want you to do. You're like, I, I just thought of one. No. But, right, like, practice confidence. Just go and do that scary thing and have your own back about it. Like, I survived. Right? I'm fine. Okay. And then here are some great questions for yourself, right? Like, how do you talk about yourself? going to describe yourself to somebody else, what would you say? Talk about yourself in glowing terms or would you talk about yourself in self-deprecating terms, right? How do you think about yourself? If you're just thinking about you, are you like, oh, I'm so, I'm not appreciative. I'm not patient. I'm not um, kind enough to other people. I don't have, I want you to just think about how, think about how you think about yourself, okay? And what is your opinion of the obstacles in front of you? Like, can I just do hard things? Am I capable? Am I right? Or are you like, no, I can't do this. I'm, I don't have what it takes, right? Like, these are the things that are going to show you and reveal to you. Answering these questions are going to reveal to you almost like where your level of confidence is or where the chinks are in your confidence that you want to work on, which we all have, okay? 
And how do you know what you're capable of? In other words, we decide what we're capable of, but we can increase our capability capacity, if that made sense, right? Like in other words, we're like, no, I'm not capable of that, but how do you become capable of something? By doing it again and again, right? Like I'm like, I'm not capable of riding a unicycle. My son is learning how to ride a unicycle, right? So of course he's not capable before he starts doing it, right? He's just going to like practice and practice and practice and practice and he's going to become capable of it, right? So it takes the confidence or the self-confidence to keep on practicing and to up and be like, no, I'm just not cut out for this and just not made for this, right? And then the process of that is take, fail, learn from yourself, right? So, right? So let's just say it's, um, let's just say it's the group coaching, right? So I'm like, take action, put it out there, offer it to people, fail. So like, I don't think I failed. I don't, I'm not making it mean failure. I'm making everything that happened along the way mean success. But let's just say I'm like, okay, I only have two people and that, you know, and my goal was to get five, which it was. Um, okay. So I only have two people. I have six in the end, right? So like, Two people, take action, fail, is that two people, and then learn from yourself. Like, what happened? Did I not communicate the value of this enough, right? Did I not speak to the right people of that, that really, like, need this kind of work, right? You just learn from yourself instead of beat yourself up so that you can move forward with more information, okay? And again, apply this to work. I'm just trying to give you examples so you understand. Okay. And then steps to increase confidence. Okay, so this would kind of like be the process. And again, I'm just gonna use the group coaching only because that's like my most, most recent process, right? But like think about something you want, right? So you're like, and again, coaching example, but I want you to think about your life and where you're at, okay? So I'm like, okay, I wanna start a group of it. It will benefit so many people and wanna, I wanna offer this, great. So you think about something you want and then you write down your thoughts. Okay, so I'll write down all my, and as soon as you do that, all the doubts are come up, okay? Notice your response to thoughts of self-doubt. As soon as I'm like, okay, I want to do this group coaching, then you get all the doubts. What if no one really wants it? What if, what if, um, and I didn't have these doubts, but you could have doubts. Like, what if I'm not going to deliver? What if it's not going to be good? What if, it, right? Like, that part I was about, but I was like, what if, you know, people don't understand the value of group coaching? What if this? What if that? Like, all these, all the doubts, okay? So you notice in response to the doubts that come up, do you say, okay, yeah, like, never mind, bad idea, be safe, do with what I know, let me not try something new, right? Or are you like, okay, that's just an optional thought. Do I want to believe the thought or do I want to get the result, right? Would I rather have this thought or would I rather get the result? Because if I gave into the thoughts of self-doubt, I would not have been doing the group coaching. I would have stopped whenever those doubts came up. And instead, I kept going all the way to the end. And my result is I have an amazing group of six moms that I love working with. We had our first call. Absolutely loved it. Got great feedback from it, right? And then I get to do this. I get to, like, give these moms this, like, amazing value and shifts and transformations. All right. So decide not to believe the negative thoughts. It's a decision. You can notice the negative thoughts and just be like, okay, they're optional. They're thoughts. I don't have to attach to them. I don't have to believe them. I don't have to identify with them. I don't have to change my action because they're there. Really important. And decide what to believe about yourself. Choose your thoughts. Be intentional instead to choose what you do want to think and what you do want to believe instead, right? So for example, 
back to my example, I would go back to like, um, moms are going to get amazing value from this. This is going to be incredible. The camaraderie that I want to create in the group is going to be so valuable for them. Um, people do want what I have to offer and they're out there and I just need to, you know, like speak to the right people who want this kind of work. And like, yes, there are people that don't want it and that's totally fine, but there are people who do. And like, uh, okay. Or like if I, I'm just going to do this to the end and believe all the way through because why not? It's much more fun to believe, right? Quality of life. It's so much more fun to like have a dream or a desire, put it out there and see it through to the end than to just give up before you even get it off the ground, right? So it's like I can, so, and I highly recommend that you do this in writing form, okay? You can even, you could do this daily, this exact process right here, because what's going to happen is different thoughts are going to come up every day, right? So I would like, as I told you, like from when I had the idea through launching it, through starting it, there was lots of days. So there was lots of moments and times for me to be like, this, I'm so excited to like, this is not going to work. Let's just stop now. Right. And so, and I was like, this isn't going to work. Let's just stop now. I wanted to go back to my beliefs, right? Like, no, what did I choose to believe about this? I'm going to have my own back here. What did I choose to believe about this? Like moms are going to benefit so much from this. I don't get to give up on them. Right. Things like that. So I, that's why I highly recommend that you write it down. Okay. So obviously what you can see from all this is that confidence is a, um, it's a constant work in progress. It takes effort and it is worth all the effort. Ask yourself, what is the cost of me not working on my confidence? Right? Like I can think of the cost if I like take myself six years back, um, seven years back, like to the, to like the way my brain operated then and the person I was then I would have never had a life coaching practice. Um, without the confidence, right? I would still be comparing myself to other people. I would still be like really down on who I am as a mother or initial and a wife, right? Like that's not quality of life. And life is so much better, right? When I have like thoughts that are supportive of myself, when those other thoughts are just like the ones that kind of like pop up and I know what to do with versus like my way of operating. I want you to ask yourself, what is the cost of me not doing what it takes to work on my confidence? That's like really important. Okay. And yes, it takes effort or it takes work, but it's like worth all the effort and all the work. So if you just want to take one thing away from this, there's a lot of different things you could take away, but I would say go do a scary thing. Like not just any, like not jump off a cliff, scary thing. Meaning like you want you, maybe you want to, um, start a blog. Maybe you want to give a class. Maybe you want to do a zoom something or other. Maybe you want to do a Facebook live. Maybe, maybe it's nothing to do with that even. And it's just like, you want to take up knitting and you're like, no, but I can. And how am I going to even do it? And like, I don't even have time. I don't know. Like, right. It could be anything, but it's like something that you, you want to do. And fear has been holding you back fear, self-doubt, insecurity. I want you to go do that thing. And that's how you're going to build your confidence. All right. That is where I will leave you with today. Next week, I'm going to do a training on asking yourself good questions. Okay. I'm going to call it how to get unstuck by asking yourself the right questions. I think that's what it's called. Okay. I will um, let you guys know when that's happening in the group so that you can join live if you decide and you can always watch the replay. And I'd love to hear from you guys. Have a great day. Hey, if you are ready to move away from being overwhelmed and stressed to becoming calm and confident and present, then my upcoming group coaching program is totally for you. 
We're starting October 12th. It is called the Common Confident Mom Coaching Group, and I would love to have you join. So go to my website, adinalanda.com, and there'll be a pop-up there that you can check out all the information about this amazing four-month group coaching container that is literally going to change your life, change how you show up to the world, and give you all of the best tools I have for strengthening your relationship with yourself, your spouse, your kids, and learning how to coach yourself. Can't wait to have you join.